Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. One. Two, three. I am energized. I am, I am energized. energized. I am powerful. I am, I am powerful. powerful. I am okay, I'm not quite sure about that one. Let's do that one again. One, two, three. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am powerful. I am keeping my eye on my be all. I am keeping Here we go. There's the energy. All right. This is episode six. And we, after today, we will have two more live gatherings. And so it's very lovely to have so many of you with us here at this point. I'm going to acknowledge that the ability... Okay. First off, I'm just going to make a request again. If you're on a speakerphone or a headset, please mute your own line, um, mute your phone, uh, because it gives feedback. Thank you. I choose to acknowledge, first, that I'm Stacey Hall, and this is Episode 6 of the 60 Days to Success program, and then I choose to acknowledge those of you who are still consistently scheduling for success to be on these live calls. It requires a very strong accountability to sustain an agreement with oneself. Now, is it true that we talk often about changing agreements, making choices, using the solution process, which we'll talk more about in these three calls for choosing what's going to move us closer towards our be-all or further away in any given moment? Absolutely. So I'm, this is not like better or worse. I'm simply saying that if you are at the place where you are now able to carve out this time every week and have everything else work around it, that shows you have a very strong accountability with yourself to be on these calls. So I'd like to start there. I also want to recognize Brenda Wieners here with us. Brenda's certified she to be coach. Hi, Brenda. Good morning, Stacy, and good morning, and hello to everyone who will be listening um, to the recordings at whatever point in time. And thank you to everyone who um, is choosing to be with us live today. So those of you who are here, I'd love to hear from you. What do you feel it has taken for you to still be actively participating in the live call? The floor is open. It's an opportunity to go ape on yourself, so it's a practice. 
have acknowledging yourself for what you've been able to make happen. And it's also an opportunity to help raise the energy of the whole group here. And those who are going to be listening to the recording later who could benefit perhaps from your gardening tips, as we like to say. Who's willing to chat with me about what it's taken for you to keep your agreement to be on the live call? This is Barb. Yes, Barb. Um, I just feel inspired by the calls. Um, I think they help me raise my energy and help me to um, keep working on my goals. So that's why I'm sticking with it. (laughs) Okay, great. So you receive inspiration? And the motivation to continue to move forward, which is fabulous. That's the whole reason why we have the live call and and to be here. So, um, Barb, do you have an accountability partner? I do. Okay. And is your accountability partner here with you, or do you have plans to be talking about these calls with your accountability partner? Um, We we will be planning a call this week. my accountability partners both have full-time jobs that don't allow them to be on the calls, but they'll be probably listening to the um, the recording. So I'm going to um, offer something here. For those of you who have full-time jobs and are listening to this conversation of the recording. And so I'm just going to ask, it's kind of like story time, Is that okay with everyone else who's on the live call that we offer some support to people who have full-time jobs? Yes. Yes. Okay. There was a time, long before I knew I was going to be sharing about she to be or receiving the inspiration from God. And I'm going to ask you to bear with me one moment. My computer seems to want my attention and is asking me to turn something off so I can give you full attention otherwise it's going to keep talking to me. So, there we go. Hopefully it's done now. Okay. There was a time that I was working with a coach. She had a program for small business owners that, which is who I intended to be eventually, but at that moment, I was still, as they say, working for the man, right? I had a full-time job. And so I said to her, I will be able to join this program because I have a full-time job. And she said, all right, well, let me ask you something. Do you feel like what is happening when you were getting coaching from me, is making a difference for your job, for your bosses. Are you a better employee as a result? And I said, yes, I do feel that I am. And so she said, have you talked about that with your boss? They said, no. I don't think it's any of their business. But she said, really? You're having a better attitude. You're feeling more productive. All the things you just told me, and you don't feel that's any of their business to notice, see if they are noticing any of us. 
So I said, well, okay. Then I realized I was scared. I was definitely scared. And I asked for support. And she said, well, I would go in and say, I just want you to know that I love my job so much that I felt I could be a better employee, so I hired a coach. And I feel that what I've been learning is really making a difference here. I'm just wondering, are you noticing any changes to me? She said, see what your boss says. And then if your boss says, yes, I am, then you say, well, I have the opportunity to participate in this program, but it would require me taking my lunch hour at a different time in order to do it. Would you be willing to have me do that? She said, just see what your boss says and come back and tell me. So I did. I went back to the office. I said to my boss, hey, this is what I've done. I'm curious if you know the scene anything. And my boss said, well, as a matter of fact, I was going to talk to you about it on your progress report. You are really being a huge contribution. And we appreciate you. And so I said, that's great because I am now considering doing another program, but the only way I could do it is if you would allow me to take my lunch hour at a different time one day a week. So the boss said, absolutely. I said, great. So the boss said, by the way, how much is the program? And I told him. And he said, oh, we can cover that in our budget. Why didn't you ask me? So, Philip, my boss started paying for my coaching. Because even though I knew it was preparing me for something in the future, in the short term, my job was getting the benefit. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody totally. get anything? Yeah, totally. Who's the person who said totally? Catherine. Catherine, is there anything you want to share about what you got from this? Well, it was just such, it was sort of an aha moment. I mean, it was, it obviously is so beneficial to your boss to, you know, to pour into you like that, but you put it out there. And, and yeah, and you were rewarded for that. Is there any way that that could be of value to you in your own life? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think just just putting it into the atmosphere, and and um, you know, a lot of times I think that I I'm reluctant to to sort of bring people on board, but I find that when I you know when I do put it out there, when I ask you know for help or just for whatever I need, people normally nine times out of ten are, are more than happy to even have been asked. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Any, anyone else getting anything from that story that they could apply to your own life that might make a difference? 
Stacey, this is Brenda, and I, um, my husband and I own um, a couple of businesses together, and so for me to be able to be on these calls, and I work from home, so for me, I have some, um, I have multiple people that I'm making agreements with in order for me to be on these live calls, and so it has been really beneficial to me to be able to use um, the story that you just shared in the example of going to my family members with it as well. So um, I'm interacting with my husband as my husband and communicating with him how this is benefiting us um, in our marriage as well as how being on these live calls is benefiting me um, in being a better employee and a better business owner. And then I'm also doing that same kind of a conversation with my children and how what I'm learning and the skill set that I'm learning on these calls is also supporting me in um, what it looks like um, to interact with them as young adults versus as small children and how um, the skill sets that I'm learning with them. And so getting their respect and their agreements from them to be quiet if they are at home during the time frame of these live calls. So I'm using it in those capa in that capacity. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing. All right. So I just want to give time or questions, comments for anyone else who might want to share on this topic of sometimes we're our, creating our own prison by not asking. Anyone else resemble that? Will they have support with that? Or just want to acknowledge that you're breaking through that? All right, if we're good to go, just say good to go. Good, good to, to go. go. Good Thank to go. Go Friday. So this past week, we were preparing for modules 12, 13, and 14. So let's take a look. Well, excuse me, modules 11, 12, uh, 13, and 14. I want to recap module 11. How many of you have created your own 33 Ways Loving System and started to implement it? Has anyone created a 33 Ways System to show the people in your life how much you appreciate them? I don't know if the silence is that nobody's done it or nobody wants to talk about it. So. I would love it if somebody would step up and tell me that either they have or they haven't. Well, hi, this is Janine. And hi. hi. And I haven't really put together 33 ways, but that really did have like an impact on me in regards to more of the appreciation of myself or some of the experiences that I was experiencing to be have gratitude for the experience, even though, um, you know, kind of got haywired or whatever. Um, but, you know, brainstorming on, you know, oh, this would be a nice way to show appreciation for a client. You know, I never thought of that. So by at least acknowledging that and bringing it to surface, it started getting me brainstorming of things to do. Um, I haven't wrote out anything. It's just still kind of up in my head and stuff. But I was applying it more towards myself and some of my experiences that I was going through. Um, so that was, that was good. That was a real growth point there. 
Beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Do you have an accountability partner for the program? No, I don't. I mean, had you requested one originally? Did you have one as you started? No, I never really requested. I just kind of didn't really put much thought into that, you know, of asking anybody. And I'm sure I could. Um, you know, I'm with Lori Youngdahl's um, downline. Okay, well, great. So um, the reason I ask you this is because one of, the great, one of the best places to begin is by showing love and appreciation to our accountability partnership. And okay. these are the people who support us in being able to express fully what we intend to achieve and are there to be our cheerleaders as we are for them. And so, Janine, if you wanted to practice creating a love, love, loving system, I would encourage you to reach out to any one of your team members who's participating in the 60 Days to Success program. There's quite a few of them here. And uh, start co-creating a 33-way system together. Okay, co-create. Okay, great. Okay, thank you. Thanks for sharing. My pleasure. Anyone else received any inspirations or ahas from Module 11 and the idea of showing proactive appreciation to the people who support us in achieving our goals? We'd love to hear from a few more of you. And I'm just going to say, in the silence, if you're sitting back and saying, oh, I don't have anything to share, well, I don't want anybody to hear me, you don't have to share your name. I can be of greater support to you if I know what you're thinking and feeling. Would somebody please like to come into the circle? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell a story then, and I'm going to ask Brenda to tell a story for those who will be listening to the recording. The first is one of the easiest ways to show appreciation to someone. And I know there are a lot of people in this conversation that are building teams. You either already have teams of large numbers or you're in the process of building teams. And these are teams of people who purchase products. Say thank you to them for purchasing the product of life is a very big deal. And when I'm coaching my private clients and they're telling me they intend to move from one rank to another rank with their online business, their network thriving business, I always say, how often are you sending thank yous when people order? And I'm absolutely amazed and how often people say to me, I never do that. Then I say, all right, well, imagine that you had a brick-and-mortar store where somebody actually had to come into your store in order to buy your product. As you were ringing up the order, do you think you'd say thank you to them? And they always say, yeah, of course. They say, well, then why is it any different? Because they're purchasing online. And they usually say it's because I didn't think about it. So if you have people who are purchasing items from you, 
what are the 33 ways throughout the year that you show appreciation in some way, shape, or form to them for contributing to your financial prosperity? That's the question. Brenda, you have a variety of businesses. What are some of the ways that you express appreciation? Well, um, so with our furniture business, for example, my husband and I have really been um, doing some brainstorming and looking at outside of just a simple thank you note or a verbal thank you to them, what more could we do that would um, support them? And so a couple of things that we've come up with is to um, actually um, provide them with a dust cloth and with um, coasters that they can use on their furniture. And so those are just something little simple, and yet they are um, thank yous to them that we can do for our customers. And it supports them in being able to maintain something that they've invested in for themselves as well. So that's um, one simple little thing that we've done. Another thing that I do for one of my um, well, for all of our, our businesses, is is we actually choose to um, pray for our customers as well and um, just um, give gratitude and, and thanks on a daily basis for them being in our lives. And then with my family, one of the things um, that, you know, may seem um, really insignificant and yet I've gotten a lot of feedback from my family is that when I, um, if they ask for my support, so we use a lot of essential oils in my family, and a lot of times my my family members will ask me um, to apply those oils to them prior to them going to bed because um, they've been working a physical job and their muscles are, are, are tired and want some support. And how fast I respond to them when they let me know that they're ready. I'll be like, well, let me know when you're ready and I'll come up or I'll come to your room or I'll have you come on my massage table. And then I will find that I get distracted and it's 10 minutes later or 15 minutes later before I'm actually responding. And so decreasing my response time is actually one way that I've actually been able to show my family members love to them. And so my personal accountability to myself is to respond within two minutes of them letting me know that they're ready because I've made the request that they let me know when they're ready. So it, again, it might seem really simple and insignificant, and yet my response time is one way that I've um, actually implemented showing my family members that I love them. I love it. I, I love what you just shared. And this is just fabulous. And I especially love the concept of pre. So when I open up my downline report for my online business, I actually say a prayer for every one of my team members. They don't know I'm doing it, but that's a proactive way. So I'm curious if what Brenda and I shared sparked anything for anyone, did it open anything up for anyone? Who's here? Love to hear from you. Stacy? Yeah. Hi, this is Catherine again. Yeah, it actually it confirmed for me something that I've been thinking about, which is the thank yous. 
Um, I've been giving verbal thank yous, but recently I started sending cards and um, I've gotten really great feedback, but it's also made me feel a lot better. And, um, and I think that it's really, it's helped my business in general, um, just because I, I'm just more positive. So I just find that I'm just attracting more people and more, um, you know, more business builders and more clients because of that. And I have um, everybody in my downline, I have their photo on my wall, and I do pray for them daily. Wow, that's even very much more cool. I'm going to start thinking about doing that. I see them on Facebook every day. I check in. <laughs> Having the photo on their wall, on your wall, that is really masterful. Yeah, I touch it, I'll touch it, and I pray over it, and it's really powerful. That's fantastic. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to Module 12. <laughs> I got a little froggy in my throat. All right. Module 12. The question was, to get started, how are we incorporating rituals, habits, and practices to support me in lifting and expanding my energy? And in order to stay in constant tune with all four of my bodies, my mental, my emotional, my intuitive, and my physical, and am I expanding my energy with positive affirmations daily? So if you have an affirmation ritual and you'd be willing to share it here, we'd love to hear from you. The floor is open. Okay, let's exercise our throat chakras for a moment. If you are here and able to hear me and your phone is unmuted, if you would unmute your line for just a moment, I'm going to ask everybody to say a very simple affirmation three times. The affirmation is, I am that I am. So one, two, three. I am am that that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. The power in that affirmation is an immediate energy boost. It is reaffirming our existence. If all we did all day long was say that one affirmation, I am that I am, you would notice the world would be a very different place. Each of us would be transforming our molecule each time we say it. Brenda, I know that you have some affirmations you say to yourself. What are some that you use? Well, I have I have a lot of them. Um, one of them is that I am worthy, safe, and deserving to receive love. I have another one that is I am safe and happy completing intentional activities in a peaceful and relaxed state and scheduling. And those are a little bit long. Um, And where they came from was I was actually clearing some emotional clutter. And so I created an affirmation to support myself in – in staying positive and stay and in staying in that enthusiasm that I was choosing um, to be personally accountable for. 
So I have some real short ones. I am brave. Um, I'm open to all possibilities. And then I have some longer ones. Fabulous. These are all open for the taking for anyone who feels inspired by them. In Module 12, I offered a few. That's each one going along with each of our energy centers of our body. So starting at our root energy center, the affirmation is, I am one with all that is. So let's say that together. One, two, three. I am one, I am one, one with all that, all that, that, that is. is. For our sacral chakra, our chakra and energy center of creativity in the area of our pelvis, it is, I am complete within myself. Let's go ahead and say that. I am complete, I am complete within, within, within myself. For our solar plexus energy center, our power center, it is, I am conscious. So one, two, three. I am, I am conscious. For our heart energy center, I am enough. I am, I am enough. enough. For our throat chakra, I express. One, two, three. I, I am express. express. For our third eye chakra, the, the energy center for our intuition, it is I know who I am. One, two, three. I know, I know who, who I am. Okay, for our crown chakra, the energy center that opens up to receive God's divine love. I am one with all that is. One, two, three. I am one, I am one with, with all, all that, that is. is. And for our energy center that is actually the crown of our energy body, the energy that goes around our body, the affirmation is, it is my intention to return my body, mind, and spirit to the point of perfection. So one, two, three. It is it my, is my intention, intention to return my body, 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 spirit, mind, and spirit, and spirit to the, to the point, point of perfection. So just take a moment and feel into your body. You feel energy flowing differently than it did a few moments ago. Does your throat chakra feel like it's more alive? Do you feel more connected to the divine love energy? Do you feel more grounded or centered? You may or you may not. If nothing shifted, it might be because these affirmations don't resonate with you. And so in Module 12, I offer support in how to create affirmations that do resonate with you. So I'm just curious if anyone has already had a ritual of saying affirmations or writing affirmations for themselves, not just a gratitude journal for what we're grateful for, but affirming who we are before you experience this module. Has anyone been doing this as a practice already? Okay. So 
did anybody just discover something that they would be willing to share? Somebody who'd be generous in sharing, and we haven't heard from you yet. You're here. You came to the call for a reason. Would love to know what you think, feel, or believe about affirmations. Without judgment, we'd love to hear from you. Hi. Yes. Um, my name is Natalie Kaler. Hi there. And, hi. Um, I do affirmations in the morning after my shower, and I I use a lot of Louise Hay affirmations. And, and what do you notice by doing that? What do you notice? Well, I feel my day starts out better when I do them. And I, I also have my my quiet time for reading, and I do affirmations there. But one of my favorites that I like to say is, I am a shining light in the world. It's short, but it's nice. Lovely. Beautiful metaphor. I am a shining light in the world. I love that. And for those who may not be familiar, Louise L. Hay was very well-known guru in the area of creating affirmations that boosts our wellness. She has a book called You Can Heal Your Life. And in it, she talks about any issue that your body may be experiencing has an original emotional component to it. Probably started on the emotional level first. My sinus issues that I've had through all my life started probably in the womb with some issues that occurred to go right back there. So that was actually the first book I was introduced to about affirmations. So, Natalie, I'm so glad that you brought it to the call. It's a fabulous book. I still use it. I use it along with some other books like Feelings Buried Alive, Never Die by Carol K. Truman. Carol spelled with a K, by the way, Carol Truman. And they support me in being able to create affirmations to keep my energy moving so that I don't get stuck in the old energy, get frozen in the quicksand, if you will, and I'm not able to make progress. My affirmations are just one of my rituals along with prayer, along with essential oils, along with hanging out with positive people, along with turning off my computer as close to 9 p.m. as possible. Lots of rituals I do to keep my energy flowing. Anyone else before we move on, and there's plenty of time, anyone else exploring and experiencing affirmations before you ever learned about she to be? Well, Stacey, this is Brenda. And um, I I learned about affirmations um, way back in, I think it was probably 1986 was the first time I'd ever heard about them. And so I've been playing with them for a long time. And one of the things um, that I've found has been really beneficial for me is, uh, like I just shared earlier, where I have um, an experience that happens in my life and I choose to use an affirmation to support me in what I learned from that experience and continue to keep looking at it from the positive way. And so one of the things that I've done with um, Cheetah B, and I know you asked about before Cheetah B, my whole practice, though, has evolved into Um, taking affirmations. So I have actually taken the energy surges and turned them into affirmations. 
so I, I, and I start my day out that way because it does keep my energy high and it supports me in staying focused. So it's, I am scheduling for success. I am doing it my way any way I can. Um, and, and I just keep going through all of the energy surges and, and creating them into um, affirmations for myself. And it reminds me to use them throughout the day. Oh, I love that. Thank you very much for sharing that. That was the key for me today. Anyone else get something from what Brenda said about turning each of the energy surges into I am statements? Yes, no. Let's hear from yes. It's, yes. It was the Yeah. It's, this is Jenna. Yes, please. Go ahead, Jenna. Um, well, something kind of similar to what Brenda does um, is when I was creating my strategic attraction plan, um, all of my goals, um, that's how I start them, is I am, and then whatever the goal is completed. Um, and so <clears throat> that's something that I've incorporated too as I'm um, putting that together and changing it and adjusting it and all of that. So I love I love doing that and then repeating it um, so that it's, it's the goal already fulfilled as an I am statement. Fabulous. What are you noticing? Um, just it it makes the goal feel as though it's already attained. And so I'm really in that um, state of mind as I'm thinking about the goal. Beautiful. Absolutely fantastic. Yay. Hey, anyone else want to share anything about affirmations before we now move into managing chaos? Now, having these affirmations in place really important before we attempt to manage chaos. It's, I like I see to there's one. Of, yes? I apologize. This is Brenda again. There's one more way that I play with those affirmations. My husband and I um, like to, and it doesn't work out every morning, um, but and depending on scheduling, we um, do our best to um, communicate with each other first thing in the morning and kind of share what um, our goals are for the day and what chosen activities we're doing for the day. And as I've been going through the the journey of, of learning about the energy surges, one of the ways that I've been able to share what I learn and experience um, with the 60 Days to Success program and, and all of the other Cheetah B programs is I share my affirmations with him. And so... And then I ask him if, you know, he's willing to, um, re you know, I'll say it and then he'll repeat it after me. So um, I'll say I'm scheduling for success and then he says he's scheduling for success. And, and then sometimes he'll share um, other affirmations that he's doing as well with me. And so we, we have this interchange um, and exchange going on of our affirmations. And it's just been a fun way to be able to um, bring my family members into um, what I'm learning and experiencing in my own life. Again, I love that. That is the key for me to hear that families are doing this together and how it's uplifting. And Brenda, can you see any tangible results of the, because you've been doing this? Well, yes, I can because the fact that my husband and I own a business together and I notice that 
when we are doing the affirmations and especially like the scheduling for success and um, when we talk about energy search number four, focusing for harmoniously or focusing for energy generation, I, I use that one and I have an affirmation, something along the lines of um, I am um, focusing on people who will support me in achieving my, my goals. Um, and I'm attracting people who will, um, you know, support um, the fulfillment of my goals, for example. And then also the personal accountability. I am choosing to be personally accountable um, for what I say I'm going to do and be. And I notice a difference in um, the responses that I get from my husband, the timeliness with which I get um, requests from him. So definitely see a difference and a shift in um, how he engages with me and how he engages with our business versus when those aren't top of the mind for him. So cool is that. Learn what. Yeah, it any, is. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> Anyone else have anything they want to say, share, ask about affirmation? All right, let's get into chaos now. <laughs> or shall I say, let's return to chaos. Because there's chaos in every aspect of our lives. As much as we, we may not want to accept it, we are going to explore it. So in Chapter 8, Keep Your Chi Moving, of Chi to the paperback book, I share with you some feng shui concepts about how to deal with chaos. Because chaos is either active, which is flowing energy, or passive, which is blocked energy. We either have flowing energy or we have blocked energy. So let's consider these statements. After bursts of creative energy, I regularly clear the clutter to keep the chi flowing in and around me. That could be an affirmation, which may or may not be true at this moment. A second is I have the perfect environment in which to plan my goals and create intentional activities towards achieving my be-all. And the third is I'm able to effectively use bursts of creative energy when they come to me. So these are either affirmations of what will be or they're true right now. They're all in the pre-assessment from Module 13 in the Chi to be Achievement Guide. And Module 13 is about the importance of maintaining a clear space in which to attract what you desire. In addition, keeping your life and environment free of clutter is vital to keeping your energy vibrating fully. Physical, tangible clutter in your environment is a metaphor for the clutter you have elsewhere in your life. And that clutter is blocking the flow of chi energy to and around you. So just consider your physical environment. Your physical environment is not just the place you live. It's also your car. 
your pocket of your clothes, your drawers. Does anybody know see their energy going down? Do your best to not judge. Simply notice where you might have passive chaos. So to give you an idea of the difference, I've scheduled for success to already start wrapping holiday presents. I've been doing this since September. When it's my scheduled time for wrapping, I pull everything out of my closet that's related to wrapping. I pull out the wrapping paper, the scissors, the tape, the ribbons, the bows, the doodads that I add to my gift wrapping because I make a production out of wrapping gifts. I love it. I want my gifts to be as pretty. I mean, I want the wrapping to be sometimes even prettier than what's inside the box. And I have my table that I take everything to. And while I'm working on wrapping those gifts, I'm in active chaos. Because I'm working with everything. It may be all thrown over on the table. And, you know, I may be hunting under some of the paper to find the scissors. That's the passive chaos. That's active chaos. Now, imagine the presents are finished being wrapped. And then I leave everything on that table. And I walk away. And I go do something else. Now that chaos is clutter. It's passive. And now I can choose to leave it like that and keep looking at the fact that I can no longer use that table for anything else. I can start making myself wrong that I left things stay on that table and didn't clean them up right away. Or I could choose to schedule for success time to clean up the table. And if before I enter into the active chaos time, I plan ahead on my schedule when I'm going to clean up the chaos, for me, that's even more energizing. And so that's what I do. I know I'm going to be implementing the activity, accomplishing the activity of wrapping the present, which automatically means I will also be scheduling time to clean up the materials and put them back in the closet so they're ready for me during my next wrapping activity on my calendar. That's how I keep my chaos active. Now, am I perfect at this? I am not. I am blooming when it comes to wrapping. My car is another story. I am mobile. Whenever I go see a client, I'm taking my stuff with me. When I go give a presentation, I'm taking my stuff with me. Sometimes my energy runs out on the way home. And it's as much as I can do to get myself into the house, rest, relax, rejuvenate, recharge. I'm still in development of remembering to schedule time the next morning then to go out to my car and clean it up before I start something else. 
I usually wind up doing it as I'm getting ready for the next activity. So something comes out and something goes in. But when I'm in that mode, what's coming out is usually kind of dumped somewhere till later. And then I deal with it rather than actually having the time to put it away neatly and nicely. So I'm kind of burying my soul here on active and passive chaos. I'm curious, Brenda, how do you deal with active and passive chaos? Where are you blooming? Where are you not blooming so much? Well, I'm I'm just sitting here giggling because I recognize myself and a lot of what you're sharing. And one of the first things that came to mind was when I go do um, a vendor event and it's um, if I've scheduled um, on the front end to get my stuff all packed up and, and what does that look like and then scheduling on the back end to bring it home. And one of the things that really, really supported me uh, was using um, Energy Surge number 11 from the Chi to Be um, book, paperback book, um, personal accountability. It's like, okay, I've made a commitment um, to myself that I'm going to put my stuff away when I get home from a vendor event. And um, so, yes, that scheduling for success does really make a huge difference there. And then occasionally, if I notice that my energy is low um, as I'm traveling home, I'll pick up the phone and I'll call um, my family members and ask for their support when I get home and in the garage. And will you help me because I'm tired and I know that you don't like the clutter sitting there and I don't want it sitting there and I don't have enough energy. So I, I pull out my resources and ask for additional support. So. In that regard, um, I'm, I'm blooming. Where I'm not blooming is I have boxes and things in my basement right now from when we moved back in 2007 that have not been touched. Sometimes they've been touched, though, and the boxes, you know, we've been looking for something. So things have gotten pulled out. So right now my basement has got definitely passive clutter in it. Um, and a ritual that I've implemented the last couple of years is to take the space between Christmas holiday, the Christmas um, date on the calendar and New Year's and schedule myself to do a major decluttering in my house. And again, it's only once a year. However, that ritual has really supported me in being able to start moving out some of that passive color. So um, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say that I have clutter in my basement from 2007 and it's 2016. And that's the reality of it. It's the reality. And if we put shoes on it, it just exactly. makes that pile bigger, right? Yes, bigger. it does. It does. So I at least know I've got an annual ritual now of, and it's coming up because we're in the last quarter of the year. <laughs> I know there's hope at the on the horizon. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. So anyone else want to chat about their chaos, which we all have, and it's not anything to be embarrassed about? Or did you get anything from what Brenda and I just shared? Anything about chaos? Anyone. It doesn't matter if you've shared before or not. Love to hear from you. Stacey, this is Jamie. Yes, Jamie. Um. Okay, so this part of it really resonates with me because I have lived in chaos for the past 
I would say at least 10 years. Um, we moved twice in one year, um, within a, a year, like nine months of each other, um, once in 2006 and then once in 2007. And there were there were a lot of things that never even got unpacked in 2006. And so things have gotten shuffled and you know, moved here, moved there, and put in um, put in a room here and put in a room there. And then um, it's like for – I can relate to what Brenda said because there are so many times whenever so many of these tiles have just gotten shuffled around. And so I look at these things, and sometimes I just look at it and I go – I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know how to deal with this. So I've been working on it, but I still feel I don't have, I don't, I still don't feel like I have a flow to say, okay, I'm going to do this and, and, you know, I'm going to throw away what needs to be thrown away and I'm going to, um, you know, find a place for the things I'm going to keep. And I'm going to give away the things that need to be given away. So I, I, I feel stuck. All right. Well, great notice that you feel stuck. Here's what I would encourage you. This is why I said affirmations are really important when we're going to start dealing with chaos. So, Jamie, thank you for your honesty. As you, you're just about to break it open for everyone to have their minds blown. Instead of feeling stuck, when that space is clear, how will you feel? When the space is clear, is that what you said? Yes. How will you feel? Uh, fantastic. Like, you know, so, yeah, right, so fantastic. Okay. So, Jamie, here's what I want you to say. I am feeling fantastic. I am feeling fantastic. Now that the space is clear. Now that the space is clear. Okay. If you repeat that as an affirmation, here's what I can promise you your mind's going to start doing and it will appear like a miracle. You're going to start noticing that little by little, you get ideas of how to clear that clutter. The more you say it, yeah, the more that you say it, the faster you will get into action. Now, not at the beginning. It's going to go through a cycle of seeding, sprouting, and blooming. It's up to you how consistent, Jamie, you choose to be with saying, I am feeling fantastic now that the space is clear. And I'm going to explain to you why this is actually neuroscience and not woo-woo. Would you like to know why this is neuroscience and not woo-woo? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because every time we tell our mind to think something, science has proven that our mind will reinforce it. So our mind does not make judgments. We think our mind makes judgments. No, no, no. We tell our mind what to think. We select thought to put in the forefront of our conscious mind. So when someone says that they're stuck, the mind goes, okay, so you want me to show you all the ways you're stuck. Guess mm. what happens? The person stays stuck okay. because the mind's just doing its job. When we say 
how we want things to be, which is the reinforcement of what Jenna was saying. I, I say every morning, I am a Young Living Royal Crown Diamond Rate member. I am the author of a number one New York Times bestselling book. Now, she to be been a number one Amazon book, not yet a number one New York Times book. I'm not yet a Young Living Royal Crown Diamond Rate member. And guess what? Every time I say it, my mind goes, oh, yeah, you are, and here's why, and here's... And I'm full of possibilities. Those possibilities will only shut down if I bring in a negative thought. So, Jamie, are you willing to play, explore, and discover what might be possible if you were to say to yourself regularly, I am feeling fantastic because my space is clear? Absolutely. Great. I encourage you to write it down on post-it notes. Put it all around your house and continue to say it as often as possible. And I look forward to hearing from you, maybe even as soon as next week's call, what's opening up for you. And if anyone else got value of that, it's about time to wrap up. So a real quick comment, who was that? Was somebody just about to make a comment? Okay. So if, if not, then... What I'd like us all to consider, take a moment now and write down what did you find to be most valuable out of our time together? What are you going to take away from this call? Daisy? Yes. This is Cindy. Can I just say that was really encouraging. I never really understood, like, um, affirmations, and that just, like, made it, like, it was an aha moment. <laughs> it was so clear. It's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, Cindy, I'm so glad. So as we would say, that's the chief for you, right? That was yeah. the yeah. Beautiful. Thank you very much. My pleasure. I'm so glad it was a value. Brenda, any closing comments as we start to wrap up here in the last few minutes? Well, we talked a lot about physical clutter. And one of the things um, that I love is that everything that we talked about, I use when it comes to emotional clutter as well. And um, the really cool tool that we have um, in the Chi to Be um, toolkit is the personal success boosting cards. And earlier in the call, you talked about the Feelings Buried Alive book and the Louise Hayes books and things. Well, I like to take the essential oil reference that you have on those cards and go to a book called um, Releasing Emotional Patterns with Essential Oils. Um, And that book is by Caroline um, L. Mine, M-E-I-N. And I play with um, those two um, tools, the personal, well, actually three, the personal success boosting cards, essential oils, and that book to clear out my emotional clutter. And then I also bring in um, the affirmation statements um, with that as well. So wanted to just throw that out there for um, a fun idea for people to play with as well. Because when I clear physical clutter, there's a lot of emotional stuff that comes up for me. That's why that stuff's still sitting in my basement, because there's emotions attached to it. I love that. And that's actually a great wrap-up for Module 14, is looking at the shoulds. That add to it, and Brenda, if you would post in the 60 Days to Success how you use the cards, I think you've done so before. It's again today, so it's fresh 
for everyone? Absolutely, I will. And as we prepare for next week, uh, it's modules 15 through 19. Modules 15 through 19, um, they're going to go quick. And we'll get a chance to talk about all of those during our chat number seven. And then chat number eight, we're going to look at how do we use the chi generating calculator to always know where our energy is so that we can use all of the other energy surges to be able to keep ourselves high. So next week, the conversation is going to cover rest stop. It's going to cover the solution process. It's going to cover accountability partnerships. And then our final call the week after will be on the Chi Generating Calculator. So let's go out on our rally cheer. One, two, three. These are affirmations. I am I energized. am energized. I am energized. I am powerful. I am, I am powerful. powerful. And I am taking life by my be all. I am taking life by my be all. And that is the chi. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.